Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today soon, I'm gonna talk about why things are happening right now and the timeline split. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today soon, I'm gonna talk about why things are happening right now. So uh, last few episodes, including Ashtar command message, we have been talking about these uh, timeline splits. And then we think talking about, you know, bringing awareness of why is very important. And this is suggestion from Sue. So I wanted to Sue to elaborate more of this. Okay, thanks. Um, so I want to start from an unusual point which is um, the beginning of everything. So we all come from source. We've talked about this before. We're all aspects of source. Source decided for whatever reason, I don't recall in my human body, but um, in my human mind, but I know this to be a sort of a truth. It's like source wanted to know what it was like to be not source. And um, what would that be like? So we all just sort of said, okay, let's figure it out. And we split into all our individual aspects. And we have these things called monads, which is big groups of us. So you might call it a soul group and that. We tend to travel together to different places and that. So on earth, it's one of the densest dimensions to do this um, experiment of what it's like to not be source. And so we have created duality and separation, um, which is just light and dark, black and white, right? Uh, power and powerlessness, all those opposites, which we call polarities, which we call duality. And we did this so long ago, you know, at the very beginning, because that's a perfect playground to discover again who we really are, what it's like to feel like we're not all one coming from the same source and then as what it seems like a long time in thousands of years um, have transpired in what we call time it seems like a very long time to be doing this experiment but really in the scheme of things if there is no time it's just a blip on the map right it's this grand experiment so why does it feel so real well it has to feel real otherwise the experiment is no good. If we know it's an illusion while we're going through it, um, we don't get all of the spiritual and energetic knowledge from it that we could by going through the veil and not knowing it's real. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm kind of talking a little bit esoterically right now, but the point I'm trying to make is we've, as humanity has experienced thousands and thousands of years of this duality this polarity this right and wrong good and bad um evil and good um what are we learning where and why what why is the world sort of turned upside down on its head right now and i suggest that it's because humanity um on a soul level has consciously decided that the experiment is it's time for it to come to a close. Um, much of mankind 
uh, their souls. They want to evolve. They, we're remembering again who we really are. We're remembering our spark of God that where we come from um, or prime creator, whatever you wish to call that all. Um, and so whenever there's a big shift like that um, and other planets have done it and in other galaxies and, you know, we're not the only planet to go through this evolution, you know, like the Pleiadians went through it a very, very, very long time ago. And that's why they come in to volunteer that's why some of us are star seeds and we've come in to volunteer to help with this evolution because they went through it themselves and they know you know they're watching they're like big brother and that's not a good connotation they're like our um our grandparents that are sort of watching over and seeing how we're doing and then they're going to help when we ask for it right but the main point is why is the world seem upside down like why is it seem to be coming to such a head right now where all the global events over the last year and a half whether you're talking about weather or politics or um the environment or um the economy uh illness whatever it is that seems to be crazy in your world why now well we've come to a point where we've decided to end this experiment and we want to all ascend together. However, so many still haven't remembered yet who we really are. And so you have to see this intense um, contrast between the light and the dark, so to speak, um, to, to make the choice. To, to sort of remember and wake us up and say, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, this is all just an experiment. This is all us just exploring uh, what duality is. That's not who we really are and finding the light within ourselves. And so Erica asked me to share with you a dream. Well, it wasn't okay. really a dream. Before huh? you go that, can I, can I add something? Oh, please. So basically you know this is happening for the energetic point of view because every single time when something needs to start the beginning stuff has to end so we are shifting from 3d right now where we are at you know people who are watching this we are 4.5d by the way <laughs> so 3d to 5d all this old paradigm need to end. Not because it was bad, it was just experience, but it has to end. In order to end something, we have to recognize all structures and what's really going on or went on very, very obvious manner. Mm -hmm. And so everything is coming out right now and a lot of people are starting to finding out the truth and the background, whatever the stuff was hidden. And then everything is out now in plain sight and because the new beginning is coming. And yeah. we are asked to choose the two timelines, which is you are planning to stick to the older paradigm or you, you are decided to choose new paradigm, which is the path of love and the collective consciousness. So uh, please share... Uh, your dream okay um well one morning i woke up and usually when i dream or when i sleep i don't dream a lot that i recall um 
I don't, I, it's so fuzzy and it goes away very quickly and I don't remember. But this one I remembered very clearly. And um, because it wasn't a dream per se, I had a remembering of sitting on a council, talking with other council members, and we were reviewing timelines too. Because whatever I'm doing in dream time has to do with earth and I work with timelines and I also work with uh, transmuting energy for the collective. So uh, the lower denser energies I help transmute. That's why I'm empathic. Okay. So this particular dream, um, I had that recollection that I was sitting with the other council members and we were actively reviewing both timelines and the timelines were very clear. One is the fear timeline and what it will lead if people choose to stay in fear. And it, it wasn't good. Uh, it wasn't something I would choose. Okay. Because um, they're going to just keep extending that duality, that pain, that contrast, and it's struggle. The other timeline is clarity, new visions, like you said, love. Um, but that's the unity consciousness timeline. And this is right now. And that's why the world is upside down. Um, or it feels like it is. But as Erica, you said, in order, we've all heard the saying in order to uh, open one door, you have to close another first, right? Or, you know, if you shut a door, then you open a window. Um, new beginnings are best done through the ending of an old cycle. And um, so as many of you already know, the choice um, that's always being presented to us is, do you choose the light or do you, you know, do you want a lower frequency energy? Um, because what we do to each other is what we ultimately do to ourselves. And I mean, have you guys ever had a a conflict with somebody or an out and out fight with somebody and walked away from it feeling really good. <laughs> I don't know. I never have. Um, even if I was the winner of the argument, I, I never sat down in my own space with just me, myself and I, and felt good about that. I would sit down and think, well, gee, I wonder if I could have said that differently, or maybe I didn't need to be quite so obnoxious about it. Or, um, you know, maybe if I had just listened instead of having to prove myself right. So there's always some kind of tail on the end of that argument, even if you technically think you want it. It's, it's, it's never like a good positive feeling. It's, it's always like, uh, you just feel kind of like you need a shower or something. But when we listen to one another, or we help one another, or, you know, at least say, okay, we can agree to disagree, and that's being respectful. So that's a form of love. Um, it feels much better. It's much lighter. And we're ultimately helping ourselves because we don't walk away from that kind of interaction feeling sticky and yucky and regretful, like I wish I had done things differently. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. So I have a question about that reviewing timelines. So you are just looking looking through two timelines. That's about it. Not, nothing else was going on at the meeting. Well, that's as much as I remember. But um, basically what it was, was 
we were getting clarity amongst each other and agreement on how we were creating it. So okay. it, it was collective. It wasn't individual timelines, which is kind of another topic. Um, not really, they're interrelated, but I don't want to get confused on that. We were looking at collective timelines. And I think what I saw was it was almost like um, you could imagine the people that create a film, a motion picture. They, mm -hmm. In the old days, they used to have um, frame by frame. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they were putting things in a line so that when you put it through the projector it would play oh right like a story mm -hmm. i was seeing it was almost like we were taking tiles or frames and putting them in wow as to yeah um can i tell you exactly what i was putting in i have no clue uh, yeah. all i know is that i have the remembrance that we were doing this mm -hmm. and so, by the way, don't send me hate mail because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't create the whole thing. So, you know, it's a, it's a collective consciousness, right? So, don't hate me and don't throw eggs at my house. Um, we all choose. That's my point. Um, and based on a collective energy of where it was at that moment point, that's why we could put the frames in because we could see what was coming and oh. how it would look based on that moment in consciousness where the collective was at the time. So it was like likelihoods, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The frames were not absolutes. They were likelihoods of what was going to happen next yeah and so, so frame will be a little bit like slightly different right yeah mm -hmm. depending yeah. on how we are vibrating at, at that moment or at that time yeah are you familiar with nostradamus yeah um, i just thought Michelle. that was a bullshit prediction <laughs> i never well, thought that was <laughs> That's the funny thing about any psychic or, or prophet or seer. I mean, I think they're all names for the same thing. When we see things or uh, we hear thing, you know, information, that's one pinpoint moment of being able to, what we're doing is we're reading the energy. So if it's a person, we're reading their energy field of the most likely possibility of what's going to happen based on what they're doing now. The thing we have to remember is it's one moment point in time, one small change in somebody's mind or decision. So you took a right turn at the stop sign instead of going left, like I saw five minutes ago, could change the whole picture. Oh, let me add something. The, uh, uh notes for you guys you guys don't feel fear just because one small thing gonna affect the collective decision it doesn't okay because because at the time of 2012 whole direction of the vibration is already decided so this is ascension timelines i just wanted to add this so no you're gonna think Oh, you know, like this is a time to decide and I'm going to be so nervous about making small decision or whatever. Like, I, I'm not going to think anything negative. I don't want you to think about that. 
And this is, this is a reason why Ashtar and others have been saying focus within your Within level. yourself, yeah. Okay, go so, on. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you completely. And that's why I said earlier, I didn't want to, there's a, there's a difference between a collective timeline and an individual timeline, as well as they're intimately related. So they're not mutually exclusive. And I didn't want to get confused in that conversation or confuse anybody. But um, so, yeah, the example I just gave about going to a psychic or uh, like Nostradamus or, but see, that's why I brought Nostradamus up because he even in more recent channelings and, and also in Dolores Cannon's work with Nostradamus um, talked about why some of the things that he saw way back then in what 500s, I think he lived in the 500s. Um, why things didn't come to pass because collectively we have free will and individually we have free will so you and i've talked about timelines before there's the individual timeline and then there's the collective timeline and guess what when you make a decision for yourself to choose love and unity consciousness you can jump collective timelines right? So whatever collective timeline you're on right now, even if it looks like it's going to shit fast, if you go within, like Erica said, and focus on your own personal internal world, you can jump the collective timeline. Yes. And also when you focus on your personal feeling, that works too. So when people say, oh, you know, I'm just the one person, I'm not going to make any difference. That is not true energetically. If you make the choice of love and the unity consciousness, you're making a huge contribution to the collectives. Yeah, yeah, good point, big point. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about this before, just being here with the light that you have is helping, okay? And the higher you can keep your own personal energy fields that's helping you don't have to do something in particular if you feel called to do something you know to further expand the collective consciousness great but i mean just by being here but how do we help the best we keep our own energy clean we keep it high we keep it um and fear um even in times where all evidence shows you something different is is not going to allow you to do that if you go back into that fear you're choosing the old paradigms you're you're falling into separation and uh it's the outcome's not going to be great i'm just going to tell you that right now but um the it's okay the vibration is a choice okay you guys so the reason why Astor and i and others are saying focusing on our world because it's easier to focus on something positive. Mm -hmm. If you start watching news or listening to Nostradamus or someone like him, and then you're gonna go right into the fear vibration. This is why external things are filled with fear. There's mm -hmm. an uh, agenda to it, okay? Um, and there's some of the spiritual community I want you guys to, you know, we made an episode about having discernment, right? Uh, I want you guys to have discernment on 
what kind of spiritual guru or person you're listening to. I don't care who that is, small or big. When you listen to those people and you started having fear, stop listening, stop watching. And then start playing some music you love or start having food you love to eat and then just switch your choice. Yeah, go hang out with your friends. Mm -hmm. Touch your dog whatever it is. Um, yeah, for sure. But you know, just a bigger picture speaking. Um, this is why humanity is experiencing these massive changes. Is it ever going to go back to what it was? No. No. And so if we're holding on to hopes that we can just go back to our comfortable little lives and go back to forgetting everything that we've seen, you can't unsee it. No. Once you have the knowledge, once you have the realization of, you know, what's gone on in the past and, you know, how control and separation has played out, you cannot unsee it. Um, and you're going to cause yourself physical and, and emotional distress by trying to, you know, forget about it or bury your head in the sand. So make a choice, you know, everything Erica said is true. We, we choose every moment of every day, what we put into our energy fields. And if anything brings fear, turn it off, say no, make a choice. And then you don't have to do anything like a courageous or anything, just to say hello to your neighbor, smile, you know, have a nice conversation, just have a good time. And don't feel guilty about having good time. Okay. Especially, especially time like now, have a plenty of good time and then start counting blessings and the gratitude. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. a way to creating positive vibrations and helping out the collective. You don't have to be healers. You don't have to be coaches like us or hypnotherapists like us. You can do such a small thing like talking to people, you know, smiling, you know, count the blessings in your life. That's something, a huge contribution you can do. And you're doing a huge thing for the collective because you don't see the energy. I do. <laughs> but doing stuff like that, each one of us are doing it, you are making huge difference mm-hmm. for the collectives. The thing I want to say too is um, the, why we're seeing these polarities now part of unity consciousness is also understanding and having compassion and even love for what we would call the dark ones because they played a very courageous role in human evolution or spiritual evolution you can't have darkness without having somebody willing to play the role Now, that doesn't mean they don't come from source. Of course, they came from source. We all do. Um, You know, I just want to get a little deeper into this because um, forgiveness and even reverence for someone that would choose to do these roles. You know, we've talked about this before, like a Hitler type. What Hitler did as a soul in choosing this lifetime and what he did here was a great gift to mankind because it opened people up to compassion and understanding that um, having any kind of dislike for another human being based on where they come from or what they look like was absurd. Um, That was a gift. 
that Hitler did for us. I'm not saying I enjoyed what he did uh, or that it's okay what he did or that anybody else should do it or harm children or anything else. What I'm trying to say is um, part of unity consciousness is also having um, an appreciation for those that played the dark role in this play, this experiment that we're experiencing. Um, because, you know, whether we want to recognize it or see it or not, we have all played the bad guy at some point or another, you know, in other lifetimes, we haven't always been this light. And, um, but that we needed that in the experiment. Somebody said, some wise person said, you can't have the light without the darkness. Kind of true, right? I mean, if we've never seen darkness, how would we even know it was light? Um, so I'm asking y'all to consider having compassion for those that played the dark roles because they're, they're part of source, just like you and me. And, um, you know, even though we don't like what they did, um, I think we're going to raise our vibration a, a great deal if we can find forgiveness for them instead of, you know, um, all of us coming out in a community with pitchforks wanting to string them up high and watch them bleed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Earth was made as a, you know, Earth, you know how people like us who are American citizens, Earth is the uh, experiment background. You know, uh, Earth is like a United States of all galactic beings. So, you know, those of us who are used to our culture, we know how, you know, we are little people are coming from different cultures, different races, and then there's a conflict going on in the States. And that's the same thing in galactic world, you know, different vibrational beings, and then they are coming from lower vibrational dimensions. They have, you know, they tend to operate in service themselves. And then service to others group have no, well, started to having compassion and understanding about it. But in the beginning, people had the, no understanding of each other, you know? And after the higher beings raised their consciousness, the groups, they started to see, okay, we all came from the source. We all came from all that is. So that is a dark, dark the uh, service to self, lower consciousness groups who happen to be, you know, having this controlling part of our society, mm -hmm. um, they are part of this, all that is, because all that is decided to create opposite, you know, duality, because all that is by itself, there are no duality, just unity. And then after all that is started to spreading into all sort of beings that was created, mm -hmm. you know? So part of the ascension process is for us to realizing all of us are coming from all that is. And that means those dark forces, those evil aliens, they are part of all that is. And that's a fact. And the earth is a experimental ground to do this, to see how we can unite with each other, means how we can come to the forgiveness and come to the Christ consciousness. Mm -hmm. So by 
if we can do it, you know, all of other beings are watching us at this moment. And if we can do it, anybody else in other planet can do it because they are much better positioned than where we are. Their, their consciousness isn't clouded by the lower, the lower dimensional energy. So if we can, like, I think what you're saying is if, because, you know, because earth beings um, have to deal with this density or we have been yeah, dealing with this density. Plus separation from the source. We don't, yep, have, yep. We, we don't have a crystal clear connection and the knowingness of this strong direct connection you know yeah, yeah. We need a religion to feel like connecting right yeah well we've just forgotten for a long time but well it seems like a long time but really it is just a blip in this in the system um and the system's eternal so i mean i think we have to give ourselves a lot of credit for this shift that we're doing yeah um i think great. the uh I, I think the galactics are are amazed by us and um, not just you and me, I mean, everybody. Um, all of us. Because we're all helping each other. And just one final thing from me I want to say is uh, hunt the good stuff. If you want to bring that higher vibration and move more towards unity consciousness, look for the good news. When you're out about shopping, whatever it is you're doing, look for people doing nice things for others, opening a door, uh, somebody short on their bill at their cash register and somebody else next to them coughs up a couple bucks to make up the difference, whatever. I can think of a million examples of kindness that I see almost every day. I mean, I do. I see kindness every day. And why am I seeing kindness every day? Because that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for the, the worst of humanity and what humanity has done to each other. I'm already aware of that. I don't need to keep putting that in my energy field. So, you know, I suggest that hunt the good stuff because yeah. you will bring that into your energy field. And then before you know it, that's all you'll see. Uh-huh, definitely. And then what I can add you guys is, you know, vibration create outside the reality vibration is everything you know all that is is huge consciousness vibration everything is vibration nothing else is outside we are all vibrations too so it is very important for us to make a choice what do we choose to vibrate on how can you tell about your vibration your emotions so mm -hmm. what kind of emotions do you want to hold on to yourself dominantly we can yeah. always make a choice right yeah so and we I do they count the blessings and then right. make a gratitude list that's going to bring you your abundance too by the way so do that and then um next week so and i going to bring a more interesting topic so please share like subscribe and then we see you guys next time Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. So soon I'm going to bring more interesting topic next week. Thank you. Bye.
Thank you.